Podcast episode 20. Today we're going to be talking about NFC predictions. We're going to be going over the over under of every single NFC team, who's going to win each division, and who's going to go to the Super Bowl, guys. So let's get it. Let's go. We come through on fourth and inches, and we'll stop until we scope. Had the game ahead, locked and put it in the figure four. We ain't worried about a hater, baby. We just build and grow. The Joe and Joey show. Football, b-ball fights. Pick a topic like a beeb on his run. Yeah, they tried, but couldn't stop us. Watch it, yeah, we rockin' hot as Puerto Rico. We the way. Going and place your bets. Check the over under. We the phase. Yeah. It's no debate. We the greatest, but we debating your favorites. Greater race the points of discussion. Then we push it. Yeah. Feeling like Michael Jordan with the Bulls. Feeling like I'm about to raise KG with the Timberwolves. I'm getting pulled in all kinds of directions. To the game, yeah, you know that that's the best one. So just watch or just listen to the guys. Tune in to the show. Joe and Joey on the ride. Yeah. We're going to start off with the NFC East. And we're going to start with the defending NFC champion, Philadelphia Eagles, their over-under is 11.5, minus 500 to make the playoffs, minus 135 to win the division, and plus 650 to make the Super Bowl. So, Joe, their over-under is 11.5. Are you going to take the over or the under with the Philadelphia Eagles this year? I'm going to take the over. I think they got better from last year. I think it's going to be similar, you know, dominating performance like they did last year. I think Jalen Hurts is going to even take another step up from what he was mm-hmm. able to do in an MVP caliber season last year. Mm-hmm. Um, offensive line is back for the most part. Their defense improved. They got better on defense. Um, so, yeah, I like them to go over. Um, I think they're the clear-cut favorite to go back to the Super Bowl in the NFC. But I think Dallas can give them some trouble. Yeah, um, sticking with the Eagles, do you expect the Super Bowl hangover? We know most teams that go to the Super Bowl and lose – they don't really have the best track record of repeating that success. Do you see any kind of hangover with this team? I could see it in the beginning of the season, but then I think eventually their talent will just take over again and they'll start, you know, they'll get it back together and start winning games. But I could see, you know, starting slow, but I don't think it's going to affect them in their long-term goal of, you know, as, as a season, as mm-hmm. a whole. But you see, we'll see. You never know. Are you worried about... Uh, the coordinator changes that they had. I know they're changing offensive coordinators. Do you think that's going to affect Jalen Hurts' development? No, I think they're going to keep it the same. They're going to keep it simple. You know, what worked for them last year. And they just have pure talent, like when you look at their roster. Yeah, I'm going to go over too. I'm going to take over 11 and a half. You know, their roster is just as good as it was last year. They lost a couple players, but they reloaded in the draft. They still have Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. They lost one of their Pro Bowl offensive linemen, but the other four are all Pro Bowlers. I think they lost their right guard, but they still have Mylotta. They still have Lane Johnson, Dickerson, best center in football, Jason Kelsey. Hall of Famer. I mean, they have the best offense and defensive line in football pretty much, so they're going to make the playoffs by default. I mean, I see them winning. I think they won 14 games last year. They went 14-3. and I'm yeah. going to say they maybe regressed by one or two games. So And Jalen Hurts missed games last year. He missed like two or three games at the end. Yeah, and he missed games. So I, I'm i going over. I just The ta- the roster's too talented for them not to succeed in a horrible conference. Exactly. So I'm going to go over. I think that's easy. I think it's easy money. So moving on to the Dallas Cowboys, they're over-unders 10.5, minus 230 to make the playoffs, plus 190 to win the division. 
and plus 1,400 to win the Super Bowl. Key additions for the Dallas Cowboys were Stephon Gilmore, Brandon Cooks. They don't have Kellen Moore anymore. Mike McCarthy's now the coordinator. Um, what do you think about the Dallas Cowboys? Because their roster is very talented. You know, they seem to struggle in the playoffs. And I know Dak had a horrible year last year. He was kind of dealing with injury, and then he came back and threw a lot of picks. So how do you see the Dallas Cowboys season playing out? Do you have them going over the 10.5 or under? I got them under. I got them at 10 and 7. Um, if you guys haven't watched our video of predicting the Dallas Cowboys schedule, I recommend you do it. It's a good video. We had them at 10 and 7. Um, you know, it's the NFL. There's always games that they win that they're not supposed to win or they lose that they're not mm-hmm. supposed to lose. But I think it's they're right at 10 wins. Um, they just traded for Trey, Trey Lance, which I think is pretty cool. I think that puts more pressure on Dak to perform. Yep. Cooper Rush has looked good. So basically what the team, I think, is trying to say to Dak is we have the team for you to succeed. It's on you. It's either you lead us or somebody else. Yeah, I 100% agree with you on Dak Prescott. Last year, he played horrible. He lost to a rookie in the playoffs. And it's not like the 49ers roster is that much more superior than the Dallas Cowboys roster. If you look top to bottom, I mean, their defense might be a little bit better in the trenches, but offensive-wise, it's kind of like a wash, right? You have CeeDee Lamb. You know, Dak Prescott was there. Tony Pollard. I mean, their offense is good. Their O-line's pretty good. I mean, I know it's aging, but if Dak Prescott doesn't get it done this year, I think they're going to look to move on from him. That's why they traded for Trey Lance. You know, I think they're telling Dak, this is your last year, man. We paid you. We believe in you. And you haven't given us any results. Like, what do you have to show for, you know, the contract, the money we gave you, right? Nothing. You don't have anything to show for it. You have a bunch of garbage time stats, you know what I'm saying? So. I think this is Dak Prescott's last year. I think if he doesn't make it to the NFC Championship game, minimum he's gone. Yep. I would look to move on because then you're just repeating the last like five years of what happened, first round exit every single year. Yeah, and he's he's had his fair share of injuries too. Mm-hmm. He's beat up. You know, it's just I think it's time to move on for them. That's why you see Trey Lance coming in. He gets to watch for a year, and that could be their future. Yeah, this is Dak Prescott's last year, dude. You better do it this year or you're gone. I don't see I don't see him recovering if he doesn't at least make the NFC Championship game. I think they're going to move on. I am going to go over the 10 and a half though, just because the NFC is so bad this year and the Dallas Cowboys, they do have a top 5 defense, I believe this yep. year. Great defensive line, great pass rushers, Michael Parsons, DeMarcus Lawrence, and then they have two corners. They have Gilmore and Diggs and Dan Quinn as the D coordinator. That's what I'm saying. Just on that alone, if the offense can explode this year, this team is automatically winning over the 10 and a half games. So I'm going to go over. So you're going to go under. So that's our first difference right there. Yep. So you have them winning 10 games. I see them winning 12. I see them winning one less game than the Eagles. Okay. So I think, you know, I was a little bit lower on the Cowboys, but after looking at their roster, I mean, and everybody else in the NFC, I just have them, you know. Going over by default, honestly. Yeah, I think that's what Jerry Jones is. You know, the Cowboys, America's team, the most popular team, you know, by default. Jerry Jones is sending a message to Dak. You have to do it this year. There's no excuses. CeeDee Lamb, they brought in Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Michael Gallup. I mean, the offensive line is good. Bro, and like Madden and ESPN have this guy as a top 10 quarterback. Bro, if you're a top 10 quarterback 
and you can't win with this team, at least make the NFC Championship, you're trash. You're garbage. Yeah, and the defense yeah. is going to keep you in every game. You're going to be in every, every game. game. As long as you have that elite of a pass rush and two corners that are at least two top five to eight corners in the league, bro, you better you better get it done this year. Plus, they got him more weapons, right? They don't have slow-ass, fat-ass Ezekiel Elliott anymore this year. They have Tony Pollard explosive, Brandon Cooks explosive, CeeDee Lamb's a stud wide receiver. He has to get it done this year. There's no excuse. Yep. All right, moving on to the next team in the division, the New York Giants, over under 7.5, plus wow. 160 to make the playoffs, plus 850 to win the division, and plus 6,500 to win the Super Bowl. So key acquisitions for this team, Saquon Barkley's coming back, right? That's good for them. Darren Waller, J- Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver. Um, I guess basically the only question with this team is, can Brian Dable have success with this unit again, right? And can Danny Dimes replicate the season he had last year or improve on that season? So do you have the Giants going over the seven and a half? I got them over. I think they won 10 or 11 games last year. I'm not sure what the number was, but I think Dable Dable is one of the best head coaches in the NFL. He's an offensive guru. He kind of revitalized Danny Dimes. So I think Danny Dimes, he's got more weapons. Jalen Hyatt, believe it or not, scored five touchdowns on Alabama last year in one game. Mm-hmm. So you that's an explosive receiver that they add to an already stacked receiving core. Yep. The offensive line has been rebuilt in the past two or three years by Dabble, which is a good job by him. They just traded for Isaiah Simmons and, you know, an all-pro caliber player with his size and skill set. Yeah, fast, explosive linebacker slash safety combo, so good player. Yeah, the team is built the right way. The team is, they're they're following the Eagles blueprint, mm-hmm. which is you have to build the trenches first. I don't care how many star players you have. If you're not good in the trenches, you're not going to win games. So I think the Giants are built the right way to succeed. Yep. And I think with Daniel Jones's rushing ability and Barkley's rushing ability and Jalen Hyatt on the outside, I think they can get, you know, seven, eight, I even say nine or ten wins. Yeah, last year they went nine, seven, and one. Um, I'm going to go over on the Giants, too. I'm not a huge believer in Daniel Jones, but I do like that he can run the ball and that he did improve last year. Didn't throw a lot of picks, so hopefully he can keep the picks low. You know, just get the ball out to the playmaker, Saquon Barkley. You know, they still have Isaiah Hodgins, Sterling Shepard. They have good receivers there. Uh, They brought in Darren Waller. I love the Darren Waller acquisition. So the offense is going to be better this year, right? They're healthier. Saquon Barkley's another year removed from the ACL injury he had two years ago. So he should feel even better this year. He's still young. I think he's like 26. Guy's a stud, man. Still a young running back. So, and I really love the, like I was saying, the Darren Waller addition. Their line looks good, right? Um, Thomas, Evan Neal. And their defense is, you know, a little bit underrated. They have... Thibodeau, Dexter Lawrence. I like I like their defense too. Um, I'm gonna say the Giants win. I'm gonna go nine games this year. I'm gonna say they win the same amount of games they won last year. So I see a nine and eight season from this team. Yep. I think the rosters, it's low key underrated, right? But it's it's too good not to at least go over 500. I would say. But this team is the success of this team is just gonna bank on how good Daniel Jones is this year. Yeah, and I'm with you. I think consistency, they've shown that they've built this team the right way. No. Brian Dabble, again, I'll say it again, is one of the best coaches in the NFL. No nonsense. Yeah, no nonsense. He coached you know, Josh Allen when Josh Allen was coming up. You saw what Josh Allen's developed into. Mm-hmm. He coached at Alabama with Tua and Jalen Hurts and all these guys. 
he's a proven quarterback whisperer. So I think when you add that to the team they have surrounding Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. they're guaranteed like nine or ten wins. Yeah. I The Giants, I don't have them having a better record than Dallas or the Eagles this year, but I do have them trying to fight for like that last wild card spot, kind of like how they were last year. I see the same exact thing this year. I agree. So moving on, the Washington Commanders over under six and a half, plus 300 to make the playoffs, plus 1,600 to win the division, and plus 6,500. Same odds to win the Super Bowl as the New York Giants. One less win total than the Giants. Um, So how do you see the Washington Commander season going? Do you believe in Sam Howell? They have decent weapons, right? They have uh, Terry McLaurin, Dodson, Curtis Samuel, Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson. You know, Eric Bieniemy is now one of the coordinators there from the Kansas City Chiefs. So how do you see the Washington Commander season going? I think the Washington Commanders are trending in the right direction, starting with Eric Bieniemy, like Joey yep. just said. That's a huge hire coming over from Kansas City. A lot of people think he can be a head coach. Ron Rivera is always going to be competitive. It doesn't matter what players he has on the team. He's going to get you seven or eight wins with nobody. This team won eight games last year. Yeah. It's pretty much the same exact team. But now they're bringing back um, Chase Young is coming back. I mean... How much worse can Sam Howell be than Taylor Heineke? If he was that much worse, they probably would have kept Heineke there. So, yeah, and their def—it's—it's it's a defensive team. Their defense is going to hold them in games. Their front four is the possibly the best front four in the NFL. With, good, good pass rusher too. Yeah, Chase, Chase Young. Yep, Jamin he didn't even Davis. play last year. Chase Young. Yeah, so they have the guys. Like they, they have players on their team. Um, I like the offense too. Their offensive line is decent. You know, middle of the pack. So in a week NFC conference, I think they can win eight games. They won't make the playoffs, but they can. Yeah, I think go the over. Commanders, their mindset this year is like, fuck it. If Sam Howell's good, great. If he sucks, great. Well, we might get Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. Right. <laughs> so that's how I see this team. Um, you know, their mindset going into this season, right? They probably told Sam Howell, "Hey, you know what? This, this team is, your, is your this is your team, man. If you go out and you're successful, we'll back you. You know, we'll bring you back. Um, if you if you suck, then." <laughs> You're we're going gonna to move on. We're going to get Caleb Williams, you know? I mean, they brought in Jacoby Set. if this thing really goes sideways. At least they yeah, can have, like, set. a stable backup. Yep. Um, I'm going to go over. I'll pro- <laughs> It's, like, right at the number. i probably say seven wins. Them coming in last in the division. So our division picks for the NFC East. Eagles, Dallas, Giants, Commanders. That's how I see it going with the Philadelphia Eagles winning 13 games. Dallas 12, the Giants 9, and I'll say the Commanders win 7 games. That's pretty close. How do you, who do you have winning the NFC East? Definitely the Eagles, 12 or 13 wins. I think Dallas will be second with like 10 wins. Um, Giants, maybe 9 wins, and Same. Commanders, like 8 wins probably. Damn, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. If we're on agreement with everything, then probably some crazy shit's going to happen. So Right. All right, so moving on to the NFC North. And we will start with the Detroit Lions, who have the highest over-under in this division at 9.5, minus 165 to make the playoffs, plus 140 to win the division, plus 2,200 to win the Super Bowl. How do you see the Lions' uh, season going this year? They finished hot last year, were in contention for a wild-card spot last year, almost made the playoffs, eliminated the Packers from making the playoffs last year. So do you see the Lions taking the next step? Do you see them going over the nine and a half number this year? 
I don't know, man. That's a good number <clears throat> to to have. Um, I think the Lions are they're they they can go. I see them going either way. I can see them taking that step. Jared Goff has proved that he can throw for a lot of yards in this league. Um, so the offense, I'm not concerned with the offense. My concern with the Lions, is the defense. Yeah, their defense is horrible. Yeah, and so I know they're not playing in a division. I mean, they got Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins and Addison over in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. They'll struggle with them. So, do you see him going over the nine and a half or no? I don't see it. I see him right at like nine wins. Yeah, like nine and eight, something like that. I think you know a lot of people are on this team to go over and make the playoffs. That's why I don't like. I'm them. I'm fading this team this year. I just I don't see it. Right? They, Jared Goff is solid quarterback, right? They lost Swift, Jamal Williams, they drafted Gibbs, and they signed Montgomery, which is arguably better than what they had last year. Signed Garner Johnson, signed Marvin Jones. Sam Laporta is going to be a good tight end. Who knows if Jamison Williams is coming back? I mean, the guy's suspended or hurt like every other game, so who knows? Yep. My problem is they have a no-name defense. They don't have anybody on this defense. So if they're in a bunch of 50-50 high shootout ball games, then they're going to be in a lot of games where they can lose at the last second. Yep. I'm just, I'm not a believer in this team. Nine and a half is a big number. And, you know, they don't even have the best quarterback in the division. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to hit the under. I think this thing's going to go sideways. Everybody's on this uh, team. I'm getting off the bandwagon before, you it's know, something late. happens. I mean, the line, what have they done to... They suck every year. They they honestly haven't done anything. They beat a Aaron Rodgers team at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and Rodgers, you could tell he wanted out. Yeah, you know, halfway through the year. And like I know Amon Ross St. Brown's good, but he's a slot guy, and he's their number one guy. And I I don't know. They got an old Marvin Jones back. I just I don't I don't see it. I don't see them winning 10, 11 games. I, I don't. Just, I can't see it. I don't either. I'm gonna go under. I say they win like seven games this year, maybe eight. But let's move on to the next team in the division. So we're both under on the lines. So the Minnesota Vikings, over under eight and a half, make the playoffs plus one fifteen division plus two seventy five Super Bowl plus thirty five hundred. They lost Dalvin Cook, lost Patrick Peterson, lost Eric Kendricks. They drafted Jordan Addison. They have a full year of T.J. Hawkinson this year. You know, last year they won, according to Pro Football Focus, they won the most fifty fifty games last year. And they were in nine games last year. They were in 50-50 ball games that went down to like the last uh, two to three minutes of the game. They finished the season last year at 13-4. and four. How do you see the Vikings season going? Because their offense is super explosive. It's arguably it's better than the Lions offense. I mean, the weapons they have. Again, they don't really have a defense either. So do you see the Vikings going over the eight and a half or under? I can see him going over just because of what they have with Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. Now they drafted Addison in the first round, I think. Yeah, and they got USC. Hawkinson. They still have Alexander Madison. KJ Osborne's good. Yeah, so they they have the offense that can win games. In Their the left NFC. tackle Darishaw, right? So yeah, it's it's the same exact thing with the Lions. They're you don't have to worry about the offense. They're gonna put up points and keep you in the game. But it's the same thing with the defense. You know, there's. No, really, no big names on their defense. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Kirk Cousins will have one of his best years, and then they're going to realize like they have so many holes on this team. They're probably yeah. just going to have to build around Justin Jefferson and maybe even blow the team up. 
I mean, regression is definitely coming, right? They're not going to win all those close 50-50 ball games mm-hmm. again. They're not going to go 13-4. and four. Their defense regressed. Their offense may have gotten a little bit better. It was really good last year. It probably got better. But if the defense is that much worse, like you lose your best two players on defense, I don't I don't know, man. I mean, this is a tough because I, I see this team right at the number also, eight or nine. They are going to regress, obviously. Um, they're not going to finish 13 and four. I'm going to go over. I'm going to have them winning nine games, I say. Yeah. Just barely, though. Barely hitting the over. Just because the offense is, like, super explosive. Yeah, Jefferson's uncoverable one-on-one. They they got a first-round receiver. Kirk Cousins is going to have a good year. But I could see them going under two, hitting the eight, just because their defense sucks, <laughs> honestly. if I mean, if they were in the AFC, they'd be going under for sure. But the NFC is just yeah. so weak. All right. Moving on to the uh, Green Bay Packers. Over under seven and a half, plus 180 to make the playoffs. Division plus 400 to win and then plus 6,500 to win the Super Bowl. I see the Packers going over this number. I see the Packers winning this division at nine or 10 games. I've seen enough from Jordan Love in the preseason for him to be competent, right? He sat three, was it three, four years under Aaron Rodgers? So he's got the most experience as someone that's never played as you can like ask for, right? You're sitting behind a Hall of Fame quarterback. Got good weapons. Christian Watson, big, fast, explosive, 4-3 wide receiver. Romeo Dobbs is reportedly doing amazing in camp. The tight end's been balling Luke Musgrave. They still have a good O-line. They still have two good running backs. The reason I picked them to win this division, though, is because they have the best defense in the division. They have a top-five corner. They have good linebackers, good pass rush. I I like the Packers to definitely smash this number, the 7.5. I just think, you know, with what happened with Aaron Rodgers last year, I just think they both wanted to move on from each other. I, he didn't want to play there anymore, and they didn't really want him there anymore. So it was kind of like, I don't care attitude on both sides last year. I see the Packers bouncing back and, and winning this division. What do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. The Packers have been stout. I mean, just think about, real quick, the, the Packers timeline. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, this team has proven that they can stay relevant in the NFL. So I think that's what's going to happen here. I think Jordan Love, you know, when they drafted Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers was like, what the hell? Get me a wide receiver. Give mm-hmm. me more help. But they're saying, no, we we believe in this kid. He's got a real strong arm, athletic. Um, he'll probably make some mistakes. But like Joey said, the defense can carry this team to at least win the division. So I would smash the over button here as well. Good offensive mm-hmm. line. I think the offensive line is really underrated in Green Bay. And they didn't have back Tiari like all year last year or most of the year. And now he's coming back this year. So, you know, he's a top five left tackle in the league. So that's going to be huge for Jordan Love, right? Yeah, he's got protection. He's got receivers he can throw it up to. And, and they're going to play smash mouth football. They're going to run the ball with A.J. Dillon. And he's thrown a touchdown in every preseason game, which, you know, I love to see that. I, I'm a believer in the Packers this year. I think that seven and a half is too low. DraftKings Sportsbook got this line wrong, I think. You know. Yeah, I agree. And they'll make the playoffs. And you'll you'll see Jordan Love in the playoffs and yep. we'll have a better idea of what the Packers are gonna look like in the next ten years. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I I definitely have them winning the division. I think this is a no brainer. But moving on to the Chicago Bears. Same over under as the Green Bay Packers, seven and a half, 
plus 155 to make the playoffs, plus 400 to win the division, plus 5,000 to win the Super Bowl. So it's kind of weird, right? They have lower, they have a lower over under than the Vikings, but they have just as good a chance of winning the division. So um, I know a lot of people are betting Justin Fields MVP. He's like the most like betted person to win MVP, which is crazy in my opinion. Yep. But they do have um, one of the easiest schedules in football this year. They have a top five easiest schedule in the league this year. This is basically going to come down to Justin Fields. Um, did he improve at all? So how do you see the Bears season going? Do you see them going over the seven and a half or under? I see him going over. I can see him winning eight games, nine games. I'm a little biased. You know, my family's from the Chicago area, so I'm a big Bears fan. Uh, I believe in Justin Fields. I know he, his numbers, you know, st- statistically, his throwing numbers have not been good. But, I mean, I just I go back to the film, the game tape from Ohio State, throwing bombs to Olave and Marvin Harrison and all these guys. Yeah, but he doesn't have that in the NFL. Justin Fields doesn't have the Ohio State offensive line, the running backs, or the wide receivers. He had better wide receivers in college than he does in the NFL. I agree. I think Justin Fields, he's a great fantasy football quarterback because he can run. He's a great runner, but I didn't see it last year, man. I think he's he's not that guy. I, I'm hitting the under on the Chicago Bears this year. I think they're going to be the worst team in this division. I'm not a believer in Justin Fields. I'm I'm fading the chalk. I mean, everybody believes in this guy. I'm, I'm not about it. I haven't seen it. Uh, DJ Moore is a good receiver, but does he move the needle? I don't think so. No. He's better than what they've had. They get a full year of Chase Claypool now with Justin Fields. Cole Komet, they drafted, mm-hmm. I think, the best offensive lineman in the draft last year. So their offense did get better. Mm. Their defense, you know, they paid some guys to come in and help on defense. They kind of rebuilt that defense. So it's they're definitely not going to win the division, but I can see them going over and getting like maybe eight games and missing the playoffs. I think this is Justin Fields' last year, too. If he doesn't prove it this year, he's done. He's going to be a backup quarterback. That's I bold. Just, <clears throat> I don't see it. Like if he, throw, if he puts that same passing, those same passing numbers up, why would you... You know why? It, he just he can't throw. Yeah, that's so, that's fair to say. I see this division. I got the Packers winning the division 10 games. I got the Vikings at 9. I got the Lions at 7. And I got the Bears at 6 wins this year. That's how I see the division going. How about you? I got, I'm pretty similar. I got, um, I got the Bears coming in. I'll start from the bottom. I got... Lions, Vikings, Packers, Bears. Yeah, I got Lions coming in. Wait, Lions? Vikings, Packers, Bears. Sorry, guys. I had a brain fart there. So I'll start from the bottom. I got the Lions coming in last. Um, I'm not a big believer in them. I think Bears are coming in third. Um, Vikings will come in after that with Kirk Cousins, you know, veteran presence. And then Green Bay will win mm-hmm. the division just because they're, they're <clears throat> their roster is built the best. I agree. A lot of people like the Packers in that number. That number is just, it just seems too low to me. Yeah, smash that. All right, moving on. NFC West, we will start with the San Francisco 49ers. Over under 10.5, minus 450 to make the playoffs, minus 160 to win the division, plus 1,000 to win the Super Bowl. Um, This team's just going to come down to Brock Purdy. Like we've been saying about all the quarterbacks, but is he any good? I mean, yeah, he played well last year. But, you know, nobody has tape on you. You're a rookie. You come in midseason. He's surrounded by a great team. There's reports that he's throwing a shitload of picks in camp. So 
This is, I don't know if this guy's any good. Yeah, I don't think you can fault him for having a good team. Um, but he, you go back to, and I know it's not the NFL, but you go back to college, he was always efficient. He always put up big numbers. So he has the team to do it. He has protection in Trent Williams. Christian McCaffrey, the best running back in the NFL, arguably. Debo Samuel's kind of a Swiss Army knife, same type weapon. George Kittle's going to block. He can run routes, catch passes. So I think this team, and then the defense is arguably the best defense in the NFL. I see regression from this team. <clears throat> um, I just I don't know if Brock Purdy's good. I just he he looked good last year because he's surrounded by a great football team, right? And but, you can't fault him for that. But now people have tape on him. He's coming off an elbow injury, towards UCL baseball Tommy John injury. So I'm going under. I think they're going to regress a little bit. I think they're going to win ten games. Wow. They're still I think they're still going to make the playoffs, but I got them as a wild card. I have them winning 10 games this year. I just the guy was the last pick in the draft for a reason. There's only one Tom Brady. I mean, this guy's not going to be Tom Brady, so I'm hitting the under. Um I know they have a great defense, but I I don't know. I just have bad vibes. I just I don't see it. You think Shanahan's getting, you know, too big-headed like, "Oh, I can just do it with Brock Purdy?" Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And they didn't even give Trey Lance a fair shake, honestly. Like, if you invested that high of capital on the guy and you don't even let him try, like, I just, I don't understand that thought process. Why would, why would they do that? Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of, you know, clips on Twitter or whatever of him missing wide open receivers from five yards away in training camp. But, but some guys aren't practice players. Sometimes guys like get in the game and they perform way better than they do in practice. I agree. I'm one of, I believe, I'm one of those people that believe in that 100%. I think they should have gave him a, a longer leash, but, you know, it is what it is. Shanahan, he's he's stuck on Purdy. I mean, they brought in Sam Darnold to be the backup. It's just, in my opinion, there's no way that Brock Purdy is that much better than Trey Lance when the guy was the last pick in the draft and this guy's like the third pick. You know, I mean, I would have I would have started Trey Lance, and if he's that garbage through the first two to three weeks, then... You can make a change. Your roster is good enough. The NFC sucks. So. Yeah, and they have plenty of time to. I just I don't understand win. that move. Like you moved up, you traded all those picks for him. I just I don't get it. I wonder who that was. You think that was Shanahan or John Lynch, the GM? Like, probably both of them. Probably both of them just said, yeah. "Screw this guy." Yep. Well, that that'll be some bad karma for him. Then they won't they won't go over. They'll go under. Man, that's crazy. All right, uh, moving on. So you have them going over. I have them going under. All right, moving on. Seattle Seahawks over under nine and a half, minus 120 to make the playoffs, plus 195 to win the division, plus 3,000 to win the Super Bowl. I got Seattle winning this division. I got them going over the number, over the nine and a half. The only question mark with this team is the offensive line. Yes. Can the offensive line improve a little bit, right? And can, well, obviously, Geno Smith too. Can he duplicate what he did last year? I think he can. Geno Smith proved that he has the talent to do so. He's surrounded by a great quarterback coach, Pete Carroll. We saw that with Russell Wilson last year, right? He was garbage. Geno Smith was good. So Pete Carroll knows how to get the best out of his quarterbacks. He's got good running backs. They drafted Charbonnet, and they have Kenneth Walker. DK Metcalf's a beast. Tyler Lockett. Jackson Smith they drafted. So I really like the, the offense. 
And then the defense, they have one of the best secondaries in football. Um, they have Diggs, Witherspoon, and Tariq Woolen, who had a great year last year as a rookie corner. So I really like the Seattle Seahawks. I think they're going to surprise some people this year. I have them going over. I have them winning uh, 10 games. I have them going 10 and 7. Same as the 49ers, but I have them winning. I have them getting uh, the tiebreaker. I have them getting the nod. So I have Seattle uh, winning this division and going over the number. Yeah, I agree with you. I got them going over too. Same exact stuff that Joey just said. I think Pete Carroll's a Hall of Fame coach. But you have the 49ers winning the division. Because mm. you had them going over the number too, right? Yeah. It's, man, it's, yeah, I'm going to give it to the 49ers. But I I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle won. Um, everything, you know, the offensive line is the weakness. That's why Russell Wilson wanted out. He was tired of getting beat up. Um, but Geno Smith, I don't know if he can do this, what he did last year again. I'm a, I am like Geno Smith. You know, he's from Miramar. I went to Miramar High School. Shout out to Geno Smith. Mm. But I just think Pete Carroll drafts really well. He's put DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, Kenneth Walker. Those are like, mm. those are all studs. Then the defensive side of the ball, I mean, they have one of the best defenses in the league now. Bobby Wagner was a huge pickup. Huge. I mean, Bobby Wagner still got tread on the tires. He's got two or three more years of being the top linebacker in the NFL. So Love how they drafted the best corner, too. I really like this team. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Seattle. Um, I, I just I believe in Pete Carroll, man. The guy's won a championship in college, won an NFL championship. I'm, I think he's better than Shanahan. I think he's the best coach in this division. With an inferior roster, and I think he's going to get it done this year. I think they're going to win the division. Yeah, so I'm iffy, but they're definitely going over. Smash the over. Yep. All right, moving on. Los Angeles Rams over under six and a half, plus three ten to make the playoffs, plus a thousand to win the division, and plus eight thousand to win the Super Bowl. Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford are back, coming off injury. The defense looks kind of suspect, but they still have Aaron Donald. So, what do you see the Rams doing this year? Do you have them going over or under the number? Uh, that's tough. Vegas is so good, man. Before you're even saying these numbers, I can kind of guess what the number's at, and it's and it's that number every time. So, I mean, I'm going to go under. They have a great offense. It's the, basically the same Super Bowl offense minus, you know, Odell Beckham. But, you know, Cooper Cup, I guess he's going to be healthy now, dealing with that hamstring injury. They said he's good to go for week one. Um, Stafford's really old, but he's probably got another year or two of you know, high-level play. But I, I just think the defense is not going to be able to win them games or keep them in games, I yeah, should say. Yeah, the defense is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be an all-shootout. So for DraftKings this year, you're going to want to pick those games that the Rams are in. Um, but I think that, I don't think they should have got rid of Jalen Ramsey. They had the cap space to keep him. Um, so I think they needed him and Donald to, you know, kind of anchor that defense. But I got them going under. Yeah, I got the Rams going over. I have them winning seven games exactly. I think the offense is good enough to win seven games. Um, you know, Cup, Cup and Stafford, elite combo, won the Super Bowl together, right? And their other pieces are, I think, good enough. Like, the line is good enough. And you yeah. got Cam Akers and Van Jefferson and Atwell. Higby's still there. So I like the offense. Offense isn't bad, right? I like the offense. Uh, McVay's a great coach, great play caller, yep. great coordinator. So I think this team can muster up seven wins. So I got them winning seven games. 
that's that's fair. I mean, I wouldn't bet my life savings on him, but no, that's a no bet for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not super confident in that, but you know, I believe Cup and Stafford can get it done. Yep. All right, moving on. The Arizona Cardinals, they have the worst over-under in football at four and a half, plus eleven hundred to make the playoffs, plus twenty five hundred to win the division, plus twenty thousand, Jesus, to win the Super Bowl. Damn. Um long story short, this is gonna be the worst team in the NFL. They're gonna draft Caleb Williams. Um, Kyler Murray is going to be out for probably half the seasons, what it's looking like. I think they're just, this team's in full tank mode for Caleb Williams and they'll, they'll trade Kyler uh, Murray in the off season. You know, there's turmoil there with the organization and him anyway. Um, yeah, so not much that's all s- I got on that. <laughs> yeah, there's not much to say. I'm Now that I'm thinking about Kyler getting traded, I'm thinking of somebody like the Washington Commanders trying to go out and get a stud quarterback like Kyler Murray you know when he's healthy Um, but I agree I think a lot of people are actually higher on this coach than I am but a lot of people think he can be a good coach for them but they just don't have the talent to win I know this team's in full tank mode too right so they didn't re-sign D-Hop they traded Isaiah Simmons J.J. Watt's gone they might I mean honestly from a, a GM standpoint they might just like make Kyler Murray sit out more games than he wants to so I they can use him. him as trade bait. I wouldn't play him this year. I'd sit him the whole year. Yeah, trade I him. mean, yeah, <laughs> this team's going to be really bad. Um, I see him going under the number four and a half. I see him winning three to four three games. Three to four games, yeah. yeah. I don't see him going over that with Colt McCoy, an old Colt McCoy at quarterback. Colt McCoy's been beat up since his college days in Texas. They man. have small wide receivers. They don't really have any big guys. Um, Rondell Moore's like 5'9". Brown Hollywood Browns five nine. Five, eight, I just I yeah. don't. Zach Ertz is already hurt, so I I'm out on this team completely. Yeah, hundred percent. This is gonna be the worst team in football. They're not favored in one game this year to win. Slam. So this team's gonna be so bad. Slam them to get the number one pick next year. <laughs> yeah, for real. So uh, recapping the division, I got Seattle winning, followed by the 49ers, Rams in third, Cardinals in fourth. I'm I'm flip flop on uh, Ram or sorry. 49ers and Seahawks. I think 49ers get it done somehow. Then Seattle, Rams, Rams and Cardinals. Cardinals. Yep. Nice. All right. Moving on to the last division in the NFC, the NFC South. We'll start with the New Orleans Saints. Over under nine and a half, minus 190 to make the playoffs, plus 120 to win the division, and plus 3,000 to win the Super Bowl. They signed Derek Carr. You know, they got a veteran defense. Kamara's out for the first couple of games. I just think this team's going to win the division by default just because this division is awful and they have the best quarterback in the division. Even though I'm not a huge believer in Derek Carr, he's better than Bryce Young, Desmond Ritter, and Baker Mayfield. So I have him winning by default. I'm going to go... I'm actually going to hit under on this number. I think nine wins can win the division. So I have him going nine and eight, winning the division. Uh, nine and a half's the number. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna go under. I agree with you. I think this division, Tampa Bay won the division last year, mm-hmm. and they didn't have a winning record. So, you can have a losing record and win the division and make the playoffs in this division. So I, I see that happening. They, the Saints, still have a good defense. They still have a good offensive line. Their team is built the right way in the trenches. Olave is gonna take another step and probably have another Pro Bowl year. Um, Kamara is gonna come back. They got Jamal Williams. So, yeah, I see 9-8 and eight with them. Yeah, the team's good, but it's, it's not as good as people are making it out to be, I don't think so. Yep. 
But this division's horrible, so they'll just win by default. So I got them nine and eight. All right, moving on. Atlanta Falcons, eight and a half over under. Um, Desmond Ritter's the quarterback. Who knows with that one, right? A lot of people like this team. They do have a soft schedule, one of the weakest schedules in football. Eh. I see seven or eight wins with this football team. I just I don't know what Desmond Ritter is. I like the tertiary pieces around him. I love Kyle Pitts if he can stay healthy. Obviously, Bijan Robinson. They improved their defense. I just don't know if Desmond Ritter is any good. Like, who knows, right? Um, I do think they're going to come in second in the division, and they'll be exciting to watch. But I, I don't know. I just I don't see them taking off with Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I'm actually going to hit the over on them. I'm, I got them winning nine games, and I think it's going. There's going to be a tiebreaker between them and the Saints. I don't know who's going to win the tiebreaker, but I think they just have all world talent on offense. Bijan Robinson, you know, the next big thing at running back. Highest paid running back in the NFL as a rookie. Kyle Pitts, best tight end prospect ever. An elite offensive line, you know, a top five offensive line. Best run blocking offensive line. Best DVOA, best uh, O-line by Pro Football Focus as well. So, I mean. And you had no-name guys rushing for 1,000 yards last year. Now you just added the best running back ever, supposedly. So, And he looks like it, by the way. So, I think Desmond Ritter, you know. Is he better than Mariota? I think so. Um, I think he has a better arm. You know, he's a proven winner, brought a Cincinnati team to the Final Four in college football with Sauce Gardner and those guys. But Desmond Ritter, I I always liked him coming out. I think he's in a good situation now. Um, So I I like the weapons he has. Drake London, you know, a six-foot-five wide receiver. He he has bailout options. If shit hits the fan, if he's going down, he can throw it up to Kyle Pitts. He can throw it up to Drake London or Bijan Robinson. They still have Cordell Patterson too. Yeah, Cordell Patterson can be the scat back, or you know, put him back in the slot, put him back at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen him there in years, but yeah, Tyler Algier ran for a thousand yards rookie last year. So I mean, I love the pieces they have. If they had a like a proven quarterback, I would have them winning the division. I just, I, I, I haven't seen it with Desmond Ritter. Yeah, they're so. close. They have the pieces. So I'm, I'm gonna hit over just on pure talent. All right, cool. So moving on, Carolina Panthers over under seven and a half, mm. plus two hundred five to make the playoffs, plus four hundred to win the division, and plus eight thousand to win the Super Bowl. They signed Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, you know Bryce Young stepping in their first overall pick. Um, can you really see this team winning eight games and hitting the over? Because I I can't see it. No way. I think their defense is going to keep them in games, and they're going to be in a lot more closer games. I just don't see the offense being able to get points when they need it. I think Bryce Young is going to be good in the NFL for a short period of time because he's so small. Um, he's able to, he's elusive. He can scramble and, you know, make something out of nothing, kind of like how Russell Wilson used to do in Seattle. But I just don't think he has any receivers to throw the ball to. Yeah, you got an old Alan, Adam Thielen, LaVishka, Chanel, DJ Chark. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's, it's. Like those are college wide receivers. Those are average receivers, and then Miles Sanders, an average running back. He's not running behind the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line, and and so. the Panthers offensive line was the worst in the NFL last year. That's why they had the first pick or traded for it. I think their defense is good. That'll keep them in games, but I'm hitting the under. Yeah, I'm going under too. I'm not. I don't believe in this team. Last team, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, over under six and a half, plus 400 to make the playoffs, plus 800 to win the division, and plus 9,000 to win the Super Bowl. 
Uh, they are starting Baker Mayfield at quarterback. He won the job. Um, their defense is good, but uh, do you think Tampa can be a sleeper and win seven games, or do you see them just having an awful year? It's right. I have them right around that number. I could see them maybe getting seven wins, but I'm going to hit the under. The defense they struggled last year. Um, that's that was that was a big reason they went to the Super Bowl and won. Obviously, Tom Brady was the main reason, but guys like Levante David, Devin White, Vita Vea, these guys are still on the team, but they're they struggled last year. So if they get their shit together and look like they did when they won the Super Bowl, then yeah, they can win seven games and still miss the playoffs. But I'm gonna hit the under. Baker Mayfield's, you know, he's a first overall pick, but he's had shoulder surgery. He's not the same guy. He's banged up. Yeah. Um, I think they trade Mike Evans and and kind of just rebuild. I'm actually gonna hit the over on this. I'm gonna have them winning seven games. This roster is way better than Carolina's roster. They have a lot of pieces still left from the Super Bowl. They have a good secondary. D-line's still pretty good. Still, wide receivers are still really good. So, I like this team um, to go over the number. I don't like them to make the playoffs or make noise or anything. But I do think they can win seven games. I just think last year was so messed up with Tom Brady and Giselle. And that whole team was just like... It had like a weird-ass vibe last year, so... Mike Evans was dropping passes like crazy. So I I like Tampa. I think they're going to hit the over. Um, I think a lot of people are just writing them off like they're the commanders or the Cardinals, and I think they're better than both those teams. So I'm going to hit the over. They're in a horrible conference, horrible division. I think they're better than Carolina. I think they can split with the Falcons. Why not? Yeah, they can split at home. I'm going to hit the over. I say seven games. So wrapping up this division, I got the Saints winning by default. I got the Falcons in second, Tampa third, and Carolina last. I got the Falcons and Saints at nine and eight, but I have the Falcons winning the tiebreaker. Then I'll go Saints, then I'll go Tampa, and then obviously Carolina at the bottom. All right. So that wraps up the divisions. So this is how I see the playoffs going in the NFC. I have... Philadelphia as the number one seed. I have Seattle as the number two seed. Green Bay, three. Saints, four. Those are the division winners. Followed by the Cowboys, Niners, and Vikings coming in. You know what? Actually, I'm going to switch that up. I'm going to go with the Giants coming in last place to make the playoffs. So in the first round, it would be the two versus seven seed, Seattle and the Giants. I got Seattle winning, right? Packers, Niners in the second round, I would have the Niners winning, right? And then Saints and Cowboys, I got the Cowboys winning. So I have a Philly, Seattle, Dallas, and Giants. Or what is it? Philly, Seattle, Cowboys, and Niners, right? I have that. So I have Philadelphia beating the uh, Niners in the second round. And I have Dallas beating Seattle in the second round. So I have a Philadelphia Eagles Dallas Cowboys NFC Championship, and I have the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. That's how I see winning the NFC. I'm pretty similar. I would swap out um, Niners and Seattle, like we said before. I think the Niners are going to get it done. So, so I, what's your NFC Championship game? I got Eagles. I think it's going to be a rematch. Eagles and Niners. The same thing again? I think it's one and two again. And I think Seattle and Dallas will be better this year. So that's, you know... 
four teams. I got the Giants. I got the Falcons winning the division, so they'll be in there in the top four. Um, I just think the 49ers, they're the best overall team besides Philadelphia and the NFC, you know, on paper, just with the names they have on that team. Mm-hmm. I think Joey or Nick Bosa, sorry, the younger brother, Nick Bosa from Fort Lauderdale, I think he's going to have another defensive player of the year type year. And that defense is going to wreak enough havoc to get them, you know, to the back to the NFC championship. And who I got Philadelphia winning, but they didn't even have Brock Purdy in the championship last year. He had that that injury, so they could have even went to the Super Bowl last year. Who knows? So you got Philly coming out versus. So you got Philly in the 49ers and NFC championship, and you have Philadelphia winning. Yeah, but it's going to be close. All right, so we both have Philadelphia winning the NFC. All right, guys, that'll do it for us. Thank you guys for watching, and our next episode will be an AFC showdown. So stay tuned for that. Make sure to like like the channel, follow us, and subscribe. And we'll be doing giving out football rankings and tips all year long. So stay tuned for that, and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care, guys.